right. We are back. We are back. JB. What's going on, Joey? After oh, a know. long hiatus from episode one, we're back. How about this? Yeah, it's 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 been a little bit. It's been a little bit. A lot has been going on in that uh, past week and a half or whatever it's been. But I'll tell you, man, it's good to be back. It is. It is. It is. Let's start things off. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, tonight, I actually, I got a scotch right now. It's a Spayburn 10-year uh, Speyside single malt scotch whiskey. What do you got well, going you're on? Fancy. You're fancy. Yeah. Uh, so I got the 12-year whistle pig going today. Uh, mm. you no, know, I meant to bring it down on vacation when I was gone last week, and it ended up just being in a fucking bag in my garage. So, uh, too bad for my in laws, not able to enjoy this with me, but uh, more for me. So, whatever, you selfish bastard, man, <laughs> you selfish bastard. One of those things we pulled back in from vacation, I opened the garage, I saw the fucking bag sitting there. I was like, son of a bitch, I was running around the vacation house saying, Oh, someone took my bag, where's the fucking whiskey? Yeah, no, just like an asshole. <laughs> nice, nice. Anyway, so we're back. Uh, let's just kind of hop right into it. I'm not going to waste any time this week. What on we tap tonight. On tap. So we're going to talk about the pool because currently it's uh, JB versus Joey and we got to fucking change that. Um, <laughs> talk about Bill Burr, which I got some thoughts on and uh, uh, you're a fucking scumbag and I shouldn't hang out with you anymore. Yep, um, talk about the amazing pay-per-view of USC 278 um and then let's hop into survivor you know we got no fight week this week uh technically it's college football week zero this weekend uh but no nfl no real official college football so you know we'll kill some time with some nfl survivor and see if we can you know make a run this year and you know i know some of these survivor leagues have like thousands of people on it so there's a nice little payout if you can win it dude how happy iu nfl is getting going again college football again like i mean dude best time of the year hands down it's amazing. It's amazing. Like you sprinkle this in, you know, it's just, it, it really is amazing. You got a, go, got a bunch of good pay-per-views fights coming up on UFC. You got yeah, this uh, weather gets nice. It's sweatshirt weather. This is, this is prime. Yeah, dude. Prime yeah. Prime. Yeah. Fall is here, man. Fall is here. Fall is here. Fall is here. Let's just get into this pool. Uh, <laughs> again, currently JB versus Joey. That's not fun. I'll just take it back if it normally would. Um, so join it. It's free to join. You can win a $100 gift card. I'll post it on Instagram to try to get some more people on there. One entry. Um, again, it's as if you were gambling. So you start off with a 2,000 credit bankroll, 2,000 units. Can only do a min wager of 10, max of 500. And you got to make one pick a week. That's the only stipulation. So runyourpool.com. Pool ID is 282057. Password is H-U-X-P-I-D. Links are everywhere. Just click and join. No reason not to. Yeah, we got to, JB, you got to throw this on the gram and you got to get this on the IG. There's a lot of bots that we have following us now that I think, you know, I think they'd want to get in on this. Dude, 95% of our followers are bots. We have like Dale from Punchlist and then bots. <laughs> yeah, well, we got Dale, man. We're, we're, we got Dale. Dale. We got one. We got one. He's the only one that comments. I'm like, ah, oh, it's not a bot. That's a real human being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's get into Bill Burr. Uh, oh, yeah. Past weekend, and it was fucking amazing. I mean, I'll just start off. You know, we hit up Cask and Flag, and I haven't been in there fucking forever. I mm. I don't know, Joey, you tell me. I thought those wings were phenomenal, man. Totally oh, underrated. Absolutely. But, I mean, dude, like, the confidence of the bartender when we sat down, we were looking at the menu. I mean, the confidence of that guy to say, you guys are going to want to get the wings. You're going to want to get the wings. It's not like wings are like a rare dish that you recommend because it's your special. I mean, the wings are everywhere. 
but the guy did not let us down. So we went with them. We went with the, what is it, double order. We had a buffalo and sweet chili. And the guy revealed the secret. They got a fucking smoker in the cask and flagons where they smoke the goddamn wings. And they were phenomenal, dude. Phenomenal. I feel like uh, more people need to know about that. If you're going to Fenway for anything, you pop into the cask and flag and you get some fucking smoke wings. Don't fuck it up. And was it me or is just like Bud Lights go down so smoothly by Fenway? Oh, like, I swear God. to God, it's something in the water over there or something they put in the beer. Like, I, it, it's like I'm hydrating on Bud Light over there. Like, it just went down way too easy. Yeah. And there's that thing as well. Like, when you get those Bud Lights in the park or the Budweiser's, whatever you get, they're, they're, they're stronger. I swear to God. I don't know what it is. But before you know it, you're in trouble. I don't know what it is. They must roofie them or some shit. Who knows? Yeah. But. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it kind of it goes to the whole theme of the Bill Burr concert, doesn't it? It does. It does. It does. Well, I just called it a concert, too. <laughs> State of mind. That's what I remember it as. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, what I would like you to do, Joey, is describe where we went after Cask. Because uh, we got access to this thing. It's called the Vineyard Vines Club. Oh, yeah. And. <laughs> Here's what I was watching. Looks amazing, but uh, I had no idea what it was. And I think we did the best job ever described. <laughs> well, I mean, describe it. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, like, picture. So, Fenway is a very old park, right? One of the oldest left in the game. So, I want you to picture in the Sox headquarters in the boardroom, all these old guys around the table saying, How can we just fucking make more money out of this old piece of shit park? How can we do it? And then one guy stands up. He says, hey, I got an idea. You know the, uh, the HVAC section on the roof where we have the air conditioning that supplies air to the whole park? Yeah, I got an idea. Let's put a wall up so you can't see the 62 air conditioning condenser units. Right? We'll put a wall up so you can't see them. Right? Then we're going to put some artificial turf down. And we're going to put a few portable bars in the area. Play some nice music, get the kids involved, right? Let's let's uh, put a sign up that says Vineyard Vineyard Clubs or whatever the hell it's called. Bro, they capitalized on the corner of the roof where they keep the HVAC for the park and tried to turn it into this trendy uh, club. And not just try to, they did. And we went, and I'm not going to lie, they did a damn good job. I think those guys in the boardroom deserve some credit. Because they've turned the roof into a happening spot. I enjoyed myself thoroughly there. It's uh, capitalism in its finest, right? It was like a roof with HVAC units, and now they're getting money in there. Um, to your point, it was awesome. Don't get me wrong. Awesome spot to mm. get to before. Um, great beer, great food, all that. Kind of cool little atmosphere with TVs and everything. But it's just one of those things. You look at that and you're like, can we fucking maybe get some like new seats in the ballpark? Like instead of <laughs> fucking bars on the roof next to the HVAC unit, but it's Fenway. They got to squeeze every dollar out of there. It's yeah, an old, such yeah. an old ballpark. You know, you look at where exactly. other teams are playing and it's like not even remotely close. So, um, right. Good times, but it's just unfucking believable. That's what they did. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they only got so much room, right? So it's, it's pretty creative when it comes down to it. It's, it's pretty goddamn creative. So I, I give them credit. But going back to why I'm not allowed to hang out with you anymore. I mean, Bill Burr was yeah, fucking fantastic, hysterical. Like, I remember basically crying watching the show, but that's basically all I remember. 
Um, <laughs> JB and Joey get together. They get together. Uh, <laughs> and today we were uh, three sheets to the wind to be an understatement. Um, we ended up getting inside the green monster, taking a photo inside the green monster. Uh, show was awesome. Bill Burr still as funny a guy as uh, out there that I think, but uh, JB and Joey should not be allowed to hang out anytime soon again. No, I mean, uh, to, to put things into perspective here, we did some nice stuff before the show. Like you said, the Vineyard Vines Club or whatever it's called. You know, we got under the scoreboard, took a pic there. I got to say, sunglasses are key for these kinds of things. Because when you uh, make a trip to outer space and get a little banged up before the show, <laughs> right, uh, things tend to get carried away. So next thing you know, uh, we're trying to find our seats. We show up. The guy who's checking tickets is, is checking. JB shows his. I start to struggle. I start to struggle. Start to? Dude, that was the best I, step, I well, saw anyone. <laughs> well, look, you know you know these events, right? You can't have your phone either. The phone is locked in. What's the company uh, that has those? Yonder. That you, yonder. Yeah, Yonder. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually took a picture of my ticket at the cask and flagon while we were eating those wings because I suspected I was going to need that. I was going to need, I just had a feeling I'm going to need this later. And that same thought came back to me as this gentleman is asking me for my ticket. And I realized I don't fucking have it. I've managed to lose it in what seemed like an innocent pregame, which spiraled out of control into an alternate universe. And I realized I, I don't have my ticket. So I'm like, oh, I got it on my phone. And I pull out the yonder. First of all, I act as if this gentleman would accept a picture of my <laughs> valid, valid ticket of entry. I was acting like that. And then I act so surprised when I pull out this locked yonder pouch with my phone and say, oh, I can't open it. So it was, it was very embarrassing. At the end of the day, JB just, I said, you, you left. I said, just go, just go, man. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. So, so you, you, I mean, you showed your ticket and you left. And then it came time for the negotiation. And I said, look, bud, it's been, uh, it's been a rough couple hours. Um, you know, I, I'm, if, if you were me right now, if you were me, what would you do? And I'll tell you, when you start the conversation like that, when you basically say to the other person, hey, man, I'm going to force you to have some goddamn empathy. Pretend that you are this train wreck dumpster fire of a young adult, not even that young anymore, right? If you were me, what would you do? And the guy can't respond with anything that degrades you or makes fun of you. So what can that person do? He could show empathy. He could say, you know what, bro? You're a fucking mess. Get out of my face. Just go. And that's exactly what happened. So I, I managed to get in. JB, I saw you getting a bunch of beers. I said, hey, man. You said, hey, what's up? Like, it was nothing. And then we enjoyed <laughs> And we enjoyed a hell of a show, man. I'll tell you. That's, that's, that's the Bill Burr show for you right there. I mean, they got to say here is, like, you were so banged up. That's what you think happened. What happened was this guy was like, just fucking go inside. I don't want to deal with you anymore. Well, like, there was no <laughs> empathy. There was no, like, oh, I've been in this guy's shoes before. It was like... This guy's oh, like, no. fuck alone unless I just let him go with the side of the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's all going on behind the scenes, man. There's, <laughs> there's you know, there's psychology. There's all kinds of, you know, indirect messages that were sent in the moment. You, you don't get it. You don't get it, JB. Yeah. Oh, only thing I'll say, and, and maybe it was just me because a little banged up. Did you kind of get, like, Lord of the Flies type feeling as we were leaving Fenway Park when, like, all of a sudden, everyone's on a ramp. It's not moving because I can't get the cell phone pouches open enough for people. And I was like, 
All I'm waiting is for someone to start throwing something in a riot to happen. <laughs> I, I My bladder was about to explode, if I remember correctly. So that's all I was thinking of. Not Lord of the Flies, not anything. I mean, I my I was uh, I was going to piss at any moment. So I was just happy yeah. that that did not happen because that's, you know, it's not the way you want to end the night as um, as a man in your, your mid-30s. You know what I mean? No, no. I mean, maybe. I mean, you found me eating street meat on the side of the road. So that, you know. Yeah, they, but you don't want that, right? No. It's, it's oh, not what you want. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> it's all about it's all about balance. I've heard I've heard that from people. So, bottom line is, uh, this is just going to be the definition of this episode. What happened because of this, for me at least, was a two day hangover, and I'm talking literally oh, brain God. not functioning the next day, and then the following day after that, like as if I was hungover when I was in my twenties. It literally is a two day hangover mm. now. I can't hang. Still going to do it, but it is absolutely absurd. So that's going to be the uh, episode name for episode two here is Two Day Hangovers, because I think we got oh. a couple more of them in our future. God, it was brutal, man. And for me, it was actually kind of scary because I'm like the usual hangover where you're just trying to make it through work. You're super lazy, not productive, not motivated. This was a situation where, like you said, the brain was not functioning correctly. So uh, as you're as you're trying to type an email, you realize that the brain signals to your fingers are not are not working and you're not hitting the right keys. If you're on a call, which I was on a couple, I canceled 80 percent of them. But if, <laughs> I was afraid of what I was going to say because I, yes. I, I would, did not trust my ability to even form sentences. Never mind, uh, you know, say anything coherent. So it was frightening, man. I don't want that. that that's bad, dude. That's bad. Yeah, so, you know, when we repeat it for Red Hot Chili Peppers in a couple of weeks, we'll, we'll see how that works. But uh, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, end of the day, Bill Burr <laughs> was fucking fantastic. But uh, apparently JB and Joey are old and have two day hangovers now. Hey, Billy B would have been proud, man. He would have been proud. And again, I just I don't even want to ruin it. They, they don't want phones in there for a reason. His comedy is so fucking funny. Like he just insults everyone. Like if you are offended by him, I'm offended that you're offended by him because he insults everybody. He insults mm -hmm. himself in his comedy show. So mm -hmm. it, it it literally is fantastic, just the shit that comes out of this guy's mouth. Yeah, and and lastly, dude, I like that they make you lock your phones away in those things because it allows comedians like Bill Burr to truly let loose without having to worry about his shit being posted immediately. You know what I mean? Last thing I gotta say, I meant to bring this up earlier. I know we're going over here, but and you might have been a little banged up. Do you remember the woman behind us who just decided to like commentate all his jokes? Oh, I don't remember that. No. Oh, yeah. he'd say something. He'd be like, oh, you know, that one time. And she'd be like, oh, no, he didn't. And like, the other oh, buddy was like, is this bitch going to be talking the entire fucking show? <laughs> no, I'm glad I didn't remember that. I'm glad I didn't react to that. I'm just, I'm just glad nothing came of that. <laughs> <laughs> nothing came of it. I think everyone just eventually zoned her out. But I can tell uh, people in our area were looking at her for a while. <laughs> All right, nice. Nice. All right. On oh, to the exciting, exciting electric pay-per-view <laughs> that was UFC 278. Um, I will start off with, you might have given me a phone call when the main card started and yep. said, why the fuck am I going to pay for this pay-per-view? Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the Talk card. Talk me out of it. Talk me out Garbage. of it. Talk me out of it. And <laughs> what I said was, I agree with you. I've already purchased it. So sunk cost for me. What if Leon Edwards knocks out Kamara Usman? <laughs> what if that happens? Do you want to be the guy that doesn't order the pay-per-view and doesn't see that live? Like, yeah, you can watch it on replay, but there's something about seeing that shit live. 
And what mm-hmm. you do, Jay, Joey? And for that, for that reason alone, I said, fuck it. I'm looking at this card from top to bottom. It mostly sucks. Well, don't get me wrong. I was looking forward to three fights. Half the card sucks, right? But you really, you really hit me. Because when you're watching sports, especially MMA, MMA, anything can fucking happen. You could get caught at any point in time, right? And when you have a title fight, especially with somebody who claims to be the pound for pound best in the world, just maybe, just maybe he'll get clipped and it would make my fucking night. So I will say, JB, I appreciate your advice. That's why I reach out to you in those, in those situations. And I bought the fucking thing and we watched it. And honestly, by the end of the night, I was all smiles, bro. All smiles. But by the end of the night. So I, I, I rationalize you to buy this fucking thing. And the first fight is Tyson Pedro versus Harry Hunsucker, who I yeah. think now has a 500 record. And that ended in what? The first minute of round one? Yep. Believe so. Yep. So like that's, that's how they kick off the main card. Um, yep. Well, I mean, you could just say uh, Harry Hunsucker is on a paper of the year is 2022. The month is August. Harry Hunsucker is on a pay-per-view card. We're already not off to a good start. And I just, I don't know what they're doing. And I, I struggle with this because the fight night they got coming up here is not a pay-per-view. And there's fights on there that were better than the pay-per-view card. I yeah. honestly think they're starting to put them on, you know, too many times. I'm not complaining about it. I love watching UFC. But at the same time, like, put on a decent fucking pay-per-view card. I mean, I want to dig into this card a little bit more. But just to say what it is, right? Like, the Nate Diaz Chamayev card, is also dog shit. I'm going to get yeah. it because it's Nate yeah. Diaz. And yeah, I have this glimmer of hope he somehow doesn't get killed in the octagon. Mm-hmm. But it's a terrible card again. So like yeah. what? They got to start bunching these fights together. Um, I mean, the only thing I'm going to touch on on this card is I know he won. Costa sucks. I don't oh, give a fuck God. that he won. Yeah, he's he is a piece no. of shit and terrible. I don't want to ever hear his name in title contention ever again. He's a broke. He's a broken man. What Israel Adesanya did to him, you know how you have moments in the octagon that as a fighter, you don't ever recover from. There is mm-hmm. mental damage done to you. And that was visible with Paulo Costa. He's no longer the bull who is going to charge you and just throw relentlessly. He's not that guy anymore. And we saw that. I mean, when when Luke was literally putting his hands on his knees. Oh, on his knees. Yeah. Like you don't God. have the like finisher in him. Like the guy oh. forty years old and can barely stand. Like honestly, like I took Rockhold and I took him by KO. I felt good about it going into the third round because he was the only one fucking doing anything. <laughs> yeah, and he connected. He did a few clip times him a couple well. times. He, he did, him a couple man. Times like I. He did. I'm over this Paulo Costa. You know, he's got his little what is it? The secret juice or secret serum? Like the fucking. <laughs> I just I'm I'm over him. He's not good. Don't bring him up. They're gonna make a big deal that he fucking won. You know. No, I hope not. Look, I mean, Luke Rockhold was in the Mortal Kombat finish him position. He was in the actual <laughs> position. And he did not, not only didn't he get finished, he didn't get attacked. It's like in Mortal Kombat, if you, if you, you know, you beat your opponent, they go finish him and you just fucking stand there. That's what Paulo Costa did. And you know what I think the best move is now for Paulo Costa after that performance and after he's kind of revealed where he's at now? Take the fucking Jake Paul fight. Go that route. Make some money for yourself. Just get out of this. Get out of the UFC, man. You you had a nice, kind of, nice run. Great fight with Romero. You made a good name for yourself. Try and use your name now 
and take it to the bullshit Jake Paul thing and make some money for yourself. That's the best move for him, man. He's an idiot if he doesn't. I mean, he'll get a payday there. He's not going to get a payday in the UFC. I don't want to see him fight. No. And like, he should be he should be a main card prelim guy or the open arm pay-per-views going forward. Yeah, and I'll fade him either way. So last thing I'll say on this one, well, last thing until you know, I got my little theory on what's going to happen here in the future, but uh, Jose Aldo. Where's he go from here? Yeah. He didn't retire. Uh, I thought I thought there was a chance he's going to throw those rings in the glove when he lost. It was it was t- throw the rings in the glove. That all right, be, all right. I had a little very bit of trippy. Right, that right, would so. be trippy as hell, man. Imagine <laughs> if that happened on pay per view live. Maybe it's maybe it's a six day <laughs> hangover. All right, let me go. Yeah. <laughs> no, but dude, it was tough to see, man. Because look, I've wanted to fade Aldo in the past. Just he's been fighting a while. I know he's not that old, but. You know, he's always brought it, dude. He's always brought it. And I was expecting more of the same. Like Marab, yeah, I, I don't I don't dislike Marab at all. You know, I actually like him. The guy's got no striking whatsoever. He continues to show that. But I mean, I, I like him. What I wanted Aldo to do is what he's been doing in his, you know, past three, four fights, which is bringing it, which is attacking, which is showing aggression. He didn't do any of that, man. He defended the takedowns okay. He did, but he didn't bring it. He didn't swing. He didn't do what his corner wanted him to do and attack. So, Romaldo, at this point, it's going to be tough for me to back him in the future, man. But I don't know. What do you think? It's tough. Um, he may be done. I don't know how many more fights he's got left in his contract. I, what always boggles my mind about him is he's 35. And anytime anyone mm-hmm. says Aldo, I think he's like 40 something because his oh, yeah. record is like 31 and eight, might be 31 and nine now. Um, yep. That's insane to me. You have more fights than how old you are. Dude, like, fighters real, don't man. do that. That's insane. That's why he's a legend, man. Truly. That's why he's so unique. That's why people love him, man. Yep. Yep. So, final thoughts on this card is again, huge. I, I was pumped when. Edwards won. I, I oh yeah, man. I know Kamaru Usman's nasty and awesome. I just think he's a boring fighter. I do like Leon Edwards. Just seems like a good guy when he won it. You can tell he was clearly emotional. He's not a piece of mm-hmm. shit. Um, mm-hmm. you know, if I had some balls, I would have bet Edwards to win, but I did oh, not. Wow. I just took uh fight does not finish or sorry, fight does not go the distance, which God bless Edwards, because Usman was trying to get that to go to a decision. Sure. Um, but obviously Usman's gonna get a rematch. Like he has to. He's he was pound for pound the best fighter, and he's going to have to get a rematch. So the rumor is, some point, Wembley Stadium, because Leon Edwards mm. is from London. So the co-main event, Patty mm. Pimblett. Oh, God, dude. Get out of here. Joey's get favorite MMA fighter on the history of MMA. He's got he's to gotta crack like a pay-per-view card first. You're going to throw him on the co-main event against who? Uh, Ilya Taporia, please. Ilya Taporia, <laughs> let let Patty get fucking slaughtered in a pay per view co main event. I, I love it. Oh, do you realize that would be a terrible fight to make Ooh. for MMA fights? But financially, the money that would come in from Patty Pimblett fighting Con McGregor at well, the main event to Usman yeah. versus Edwards. I mean, look, hold on. There are arguments that Conor McGregor should be way down in the rankings. There are arguments that Patty should be fighting for a spot in the rankings. I think it's a stretch. I agree with you there. (laughs) To try and apply logic is is a stretch. However, if you want to apply some green, 
some Dana White De Niro. That fight is fucking holy shit. Can you imagine that? Dude, like, that's my point is, like, Wembley is not a normal arena, right? You're going to have to have hundreds of thousands of people there. I mean, (laughs) you're going to have to do something like a McGregor, a Patty, you know, um, Darren Till. Like, it's going to have to be local people to fill that arena. It's not going to be filled up with fucking Nate Diaz and Cosmo. Like, that's not going to happen. Right, right. I think you're right. So, look, I think Sean Shelby, I think think the guys are thinking the same thing as us, right? These guys got money on their mind. I think they're thinking the same thing. So if this happens, if this happens, man. Dana White better write me a check if this happens. Yeah, you're, it's, it's, you heard royalties, it Royalties, Dana, royalties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, Sean Shelby. I know you're listening right now. Huh? Make the fight. Exactly. <laughs> All right, enough about the past. Let's get to the future here. Um, what do we got? I think we're talking Survivor next. Right? Oh, NFL. Let's go, man. Let's go. So uh, with Survivor, everyone has their own strategies. Again, do you pick a team that's guaranteed to win? Do you pick a team that you don't want to pick in the future? You don't know the rules of Survivor. Just stop listening to the show now. I don't know why you're even bothering. Um, but, you know, Joey, I'll let you you start off here. I feel like you did a little bit more research than me so far. So why don't you kick off with your week one? Want to give me your, your top pick, your top two picks, top three? What, what do you think? Yeah, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what I'm going with week one here. All right. I'm going with Baltimore. Do you know you know why I'm going with Baltimore, right? Because they're playing the Jets. And does they does it need to be anything else besides that? <laughs> not, not, really. <laughs> not really. I feel like you do very <laughs> well in Survivor if you just bet whoever's playing the Jets. <laughs> Indeed, but there are actually a few uh, attractive matchups week one. I mean, I do like uh, the Niners against the Bears. I think the Bears are going to be god awful this year, man. I really do. I'm not a Justin Fields guy, and I think they're going to suck. So the 90s were appealing to me. The Texans are the Texans, uh, and they will always be the Texans. And when you got a team like Indy, I'm super excited, man, to see Matt Ryan. Uh, I mean, I, I really am for the Colts. Uh, so I, I think Indy gets it done against Houston. Another attractive matchup. Green Bay, I think they're coming out blasting against Minnesota. So I, I like them as well. But... <sighs> Like you said, do you really want to roll Green Bay in the first week? It's like, ah, you want to find a better matchup and save them for later. That's me anyway. And I also, you know what else I like? Um, Denver. Denver going to Seattle, man, with Russell Wilson looking to make a goddamn statement. But in the end, man, I'm going with Baltimore for the reason that you stated quite clearly. The New York, New York Jets are the laughing stock of football. They have been for quite some time. And they will be for the foreseeable future. Therefore, Ravens lock it in week one. Yeah. Uh, shit, I really don't have too much to add to you. I'm not going to pick Baltimore just because that's your pick. Uh, yeah. What do, you, what do you think about that, though? I mean, I, I like well, it. I, 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 the, Jets are, the Jets are garbage. Um, yeah. I'm not sold. I want to see a full year from Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson is legit. Yeah. But we've only real, really seen him for a full year in his prime. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I want to see him in a full year, but I, I think Lamar Jackson at 50%, even 30% beats the fucking Jets. Um, so I'm not, I, that's a great pick. Um, my only argument is, are you burning Baltimore too early? Do we think Baltimore is going to be a team that's good, that potentially you would want to save them? Um, but, you know, again, that's the theory. Well, if you do that and you lose week one, what's the point of fucking Survivor? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, to be honest, JB, I think it's questionable. I'm not high on Baltimore this year compared to some of the other teams. Um, I'm not super high on Baltimore this year. So 
I, I, I didn't go with, uh, you know, a monster in week one by any means, but my strategy here is capitalize on a garbage football team in the New York Jets, take what should be a good team in Baltimore. And uh, I, I, you know, I don't view the Ravens as a team that I'm trying to, you know, hold on for, you know, for later weeks. Let's say Baltimore is your, I like the San Francisco take. I'm not sold on San Fran. I don't think they even like, I think they named Trey Lance as the starter and Jimmy the back. They, yep. they, yep. they, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. I do like India Houston. Houston is garbage. Mm. Um, Denver at Seattle. Love it. But does Russell Wilson have like a heart and feel bad because he's in Seattle? <laughs> um, I, I really, <laughs> I know one of our subscribers is a Philadelphia Eagles fan. I like Philly a lot this year. Oh, me too. Which means they're probably going to lose to Detroit in week one. Um, no, come on, man. Don't be saying that shit. I'm high on Philly this year, man. I am. So I, I think I'm going to go with one of two things here. And again, I'm, I'm using the mindset of someone who I don't think is going to be there later that I want to use. Tennessee Titans against the New York Giants. Um, or Carolina against Cleveland. I'll make my pick Tennessee against the Giants. Um, I would reserve the rights if Baker Mayfield is named the starter against he already he already has been, bro. Did they officially name him? I think so. Yeah, I, think I know so. he's getting first reps. I don't know if they actually name so uh see if they name him starter and Deshaun Watson's gone, Jacoby Brissett's the second string there, he's probably gonna get to start mm. for Cleveland. I, I want to take Carolina because I don't think they're gonna be good this year. So I will say pick is Tennessee unless I can confirm Baker Mayfield is the starter for Carolina, and then I will go Carolina, and I might be out week one, but it is what it is. (laughs) I think both of those picks are ballsy as fuck, man. I give you credit. I actually don't don't mind that Tennessee. Still ballsy as fuck, but I don't mind it because I think the Giants are going to be that garbage this year. But very interesting, JP. I was not expecting that, man. I got to come out swinging, man, you know? Do you in a survivor game? Did you come out swinging? I don't know. So here's the thing is I'm, I'm in a bunch of survivors. Yeah, I got a bunch with a group of friends and whatever. That's great. That's like a 20 person pool. I'm in some pools that like there's like 4,000 people. If you don't yeah. try to live at the edge, like there's no fucking point because you're not going to win. Ah, uh, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I get yeah. it. All right. So you went with who did you end up locking it up with? I went uh, Ravens. So Baltimore Ravens. week one for me. Okay, I'll lock up Tennessee. I'm just going to call Tennessee. Tennessee, locked up. Do it. Love it, JB. Love it. All right, week two, I'm liking Denver. I'm liking San Fran. Denver's playing – sorry, Denver's playing Houston. Mm -hmm. San Fran is playing Seattle. Mm -hmm. Rams are playing Atlanta, which I think they destroy them, but I don't want to burn the Rams yet. Um. I'm going to lock in Cleveland's playing the Jets. Oh, do you? Oh, man. I did something about it, man. I just can't go with the Cleveland Browns. Jacoby Brissett is not terrible. He's not terrible, but he's not good. I I agree. He's not garbage, but he's not good. Like in a. All right. What do you got here? What do you got here? I'm I'm, I'm between Cleveland or. Cleveland or Denver. Okay, fair enough. So as a, this actually a decent amount I like this week. Like Indy versus Jacksonville. Right? Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. 
How about uh, your boy Brady and the Buccaneers against the Saints? You probably don't want to burn them week two, I'm imagining, right? Yeah, I got a theory on Tom Brady, but uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, oh, God, move on. So yeah, uh, Rams will dest- uh, destroy the Falcons. I agree, but let's try and save the Rams, right? I like San Fran against the Hawks. Um, Chicago and Green Bay, you don't want to burn Green Bay like that in week two, right? Uh, Buffalo will destroy Tennessee, but you want to hold on to Buffalo. In the end, JB, the pick for me, Denver over Houston, man. I'm going to go Cleveland against the Jets. Are you telling me week one, Tennessee, week two, Cleveland, you motherfucker? Is that what you're telling me? I like to live dangerously. Oh, my God, dude. That is high risk. High risk maneuvers here. And just to be clear, we're going to break down four weeks each week. Obviously, if one gets knocked out, I'm still going to pick as if my pick won. But obviously, that doesn't matter. So uh, sure, sure, sure. Titans, (laughs) Titans, Cleveland. Let's go. Let's go. All right, man. All right. right, So what do you want to do? Week three now? Why don't you uh, why don't you take the lead on week three? Yeah, week three uh, for me, you know. There's still a few spots I like here. There's still a few spots I like. So, again, do you want to take Buffalo against Miami? They, eh, I, I actually, I don't hate Miami this year, for the record. I think Tua is going to have some success, especially with Tyreek coming on board. Like, I, I don't think. Up. No, no, no. Look, Miami's not going to suck this year. I do not believe they will suck. Now, do you want to take Buffalo in week three? Nah, I'm going to save them. Then I look at Bengals versus the Jets. Seems easy enough, right? But, eh. Now, let's see. Cincy can beat a lot of teams, right? So let's save Cincy. Uh, Eagles. Love the Eagles. Take them against Washington? Perhaps. But in the end, when you got the Jacksonville Jaguars over in Southern California, I am going to take the Chargers uh, over Jacksonville for week three. I just think the Chargers um, are going to be good. Do I think they're going to be great? No. But uh, it's, it's, it's a team in the L.A. Chargers that I don't feel the need to hold on to or save. I'm going to take them week three against the Jags. I like that a lot. Um, Chargers could go to the AFC Championship this year. or they You could think so? Make, they, or they could not make the playoffs. Um, I, I honestly don't know. They have a shit ton of talent. They do, yeah. Um, I'm just not sold on them yet. Don't disagree with anything you said. I was leaning Cincy against the Jets. Um, but I think I'm going to go Dallas against the Giants. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm not sold on the Giants. I don't like taking Dallas in divisional games. I feel like that's where they usually blow up, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to take Dallas against the Giants because I think the Giants are just maybe one step ahead of the Jets. Um, they are in football. (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, JB, I'm not sold on Dallas this year at all. So get it over with. Exactly. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. All right. Ah, uh, week four. I mm. this is this is a tough one. Week week yeah. four. Yeah. I think might be one of the toughest. Um I agree. I agree, man. I'm going to lean. Uh, I wanna say Pittsburgh over the Jets. Um Okay. That's yeah, you know what? Say so let's fuck it. Pittsburgh over the Jets. Other yeah. pick I liked was Chargers over Houston, but I see a lot mm-hmm. more value in the Chargers later on. Um, so let's yeah. just call it Pittsburgh over the Jets. Yeah, not bad. I like it. 
so Chargers versus Houston. I mean, I used Chargers week three, so that's off the table for me. So I was eyeing Washington and Dallas, taking Dallas in that situation. But I said, eh, let me see if I can save Dallas a little, little longer. In the end, do you take Green Bay slaughtering New England? Do you take that in Lambeau? Uh, yeah, I take it. Green Bay, Mother I have week four to destroy the New England Patriots. I know, look, I know, I know. But I'm taking that as the week four lock, man. You're just doing this to get me all riled up, aren't you? <laughs> I honestly, probably not this episode, but I would love to hear your thoughts on the past this year. Really would. Dude, if when Matt Jones beats Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau Field... <laughs> I don't even. Yeah. That finish next that, week, finish that, that next week, one that happens, you better have like <laughs> multiple shoeies lined up to take. Okay, because oh, oh oh oh, I'll sign up for that right now, man. I will. I will happily do a shoey. Happily, if Green Bay loses that game, it's a good pick. Happily. I like it. But for Survivor Series, I like it. Uh, you know, I yeah. like it. Survivor pick smart, but. Fuck you still. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we were just doing one through four, right? Yeah. So one through four. So, you know, next week we'll go through, what is it? Five, six, seven, eight. Uh, yeah. You know, I'll list out what we picked one through four. So we can keep going. We might get knocked out in week one, but, you know, where's the fun in being safe? <laughs> Says the guy who picks Tennessee. <laughs> Dude. Derek fucking Henry. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. He played a few games last year, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. So I love this weekend because they actually call it college football week zero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because there's football on, but what, like, the SEC will not call football. It's week mm. zero of college football. Um, <laughs> so the games are interesting. A lot of teams out there that you're not going to hear later in the season. Um, mm. But I got, I got two hot takes. I got two hot takes here. Let's hear them. Wyoming, plus 340. Over Illinois. Let's do a half a Ooh. unit on that one. Okay. Half Ooh. a unit on that. <laughs> Plus 340 on week one. Illinois is not good. Wyoming's not good mm. either. But a plus. Well, I was just going to ask. Like, yeah. What do you see in oh. Wyoming? <laughs> no, I don't see anything. I just think they both suck. Why is one right. plus 340? Doesn't make any sense. All so, right. Let's wet, our, let's wet our beaks. Let's wet our beaks. No, right. Just, just get started. You know, a little, little small Fair. one. And, uh, one thing everyone's going to learn as they keep listening to the show, hopefully, one thing we love on this show is points. Oh, yeah. Give me the goddamn points. 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 So uh, <laughs> let's uh, parlay two overs here on week zero. Uh, again, Wyoming, Illinois, 43 and a half. I think they're like high school teams or high school defenses and their offenses that keep scoring. Sure. Um, so 43 and a half seems low. Nevada versus New Mexico State. Last year, each one had a habit of putting up like 30 points on their own. So mm. 49 and a half seems reasonable. I Thank do you. think Nevada is kind of good for like the conference they're in. They're not an SEC team, but they're not bad. So uh, yeah. week zero plays. Lock it up. I'm not going to post on Instagram. This is for the true, true fans. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, when this cashes in, we can talk about it next week. You know, when everyone's laughing at us and saying, oh, Wyoming, what's your hot take on Wyoming? I don't have a hot take. They're plus 340 against a garbage team, so I'm going to take them. <laughs> exactly. Dude, I like the uh, the high school defense thing. I, I think there's a high degree of accuracy to that. And what's funny, I'm pretty sure I was already looking at, like, week one. Uh, I'm going to fade Illinois the second week, too, just as an asshole. But 
You would. You would, man. But well, hey, I got wait, hey. wait till wait till next week. Wait till next week, Joe. I got some serious hot takes on college football. Okay. All right. All right. Well, hey, let's ease into it. Week zero. Let's ease into it, man. Yeah. Well, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, oh yeah. I think that's kind of what we got. We got some things coming up. Uh King Tut is coming up this weekend. <laughs> Just gonna say that and leave it alone, and then yeah, I'll just explain next week. No, for, no further explanation. If you Google King Tut Boston, you'll probably figure out what we're talking about. But we'll we'll talk about it a little bit more detail next week. Uh, obviously, Red Hot Chili Peppers at Fenway in a couple of weeks, and then yes, first sports book in October, prime football season. Get there for some college mm. football, some late yeah. night. Can't wait to bet the Hawaii over at like one o'clock in the morning down there. So, uh, <laughs> That'll be great. Don't don't ever forget if your parlay dies, Hawaii always doesn't start kickoff till 10 p.m. Eastern time. So there you go. Oh, Words of wisdom. <laughs> Words of wisdom right there. <laughs> so that's all I got. Again, nothing. Yeah, uh, nothing big this week. Again, we'll uh, have the uh, fight night breakdown for next week. A little bit more college football, and then after that, we are like full steam ahead. Uh, Joe, I don't know if you looked at the pay per view cards that we got NFL. Like we are going to keep going and going and going. So. We are just getting started. Uh, what do you got for thoughts here? No, absolutely, man. I mean, for you and I, and I think many others, we are approaching the best time of the year. No doubt, hands down. So I am looking forward to keeping this thing going, man. We got a lot of things to break down. There's a lot of takes to be had. But I'll tell you, NFL, college football, UFC cards. I mean, uh, man, these are the weekends that we've been waiting for, brother. So let's let's go, man. And uh, again, final thought, Mass- Baker did sign gambling. Ah. So Massachusetts, get your shit together. Let's get this in place. I know it's not yes. going to be fun, but let's get it in place for football season, please. If it's not in by March Madness, I'm going to lose my shit, but it needs to be in here for football season. <laughs> and do, do not do, don't follow the Rhode Island sports book. That's the most dog shit sports book on the face of the earth. Please go like oh. DraftKings, FanDuel and all that stuff. Oh, slamming the Rhode Island Sportsbook, bro. Dude, that's where we were on vacation. I was trying to bet down there, and it was so fucking stupid. You can't parlay half the shit. It, it, it Literally, the interface is so fucking clunky. Fuck the yeah. Rhode Island Sportsbook. <laughs> yeah, look, let the market speak for itself. I mean, to compete with FanDuel and DraftKings, man, you got to be legit. So I think these sportsbooks will just kind of get weeded out uh, over time. But yeah. <laughs> All right. Until next time, Joey, uh, be well, and we'll uh, speak next week. All right, JB, Godspeed, brother.